Hey, York Alliance. Welcome back to the York Alliance Daily for Thursday, September 28th. Hope you're doing well on this last podcast day, not just of the week, but of the month of September. We are wrapping things up and uh, moving into October. Looking forward to being with you on Sunday as uh, the beginning of the month. We're going to have an opportunity to celebrate communion together and to dig into our brand new practice series, which is uh, the Preaching the Gospel practice series. And I'm really excited about this one. Uh, there's, um, I'm always excited when we start a new series because there's uh, lots of stuff bouncing around in my head. But this one may be more so than uh, many because I think it's so important for us to get a good understanding of the gospel, what the gospel is. And when we say that we're going to preach the gospel, we need to start with understanding what is the gospel, uh, what isn't the gospel. We'll be kind of hitting both of those. And then all of the various ways in which we are called to preach the gospel. And um, uh, spoiler alert, it's not primarily standing up in front of people and talking. And in fact, uh, that's, that's very little, that idea of uh, corporate proclamation is very, very small uh, and uh, not for uh, most of us to jump into. Actually, the majority of us are going to be preaching the gospel with a variety of different kinds of tools. And that's what we're going to spend the next uh, couple months talking about. What does it look like for us to uh, preach the gospel through our lives? And that was really the key aspect of uh, starting story these last couple of weeks is as we learn to uh, engage our story and learn to uh, invite other people into our story, learn kind of where we fit in the story of God and uh, where others fit in the story of God, it becomes uh, far simpler but also much more effective for us to, uh, uh, to share that story with other people. Um, not so much a um, let's sit down and walk through this narrative kind of thing, walk through these pictures that I can draw on a napkin, but more understanding what the flow of uh, history has been like, what the uh, way that God has, uh, how God has worked in the world and uh, what that means. And so that's what we're going to be stepping into over the next uh, several months as we uh, walk into that. And so for today, what I want to talk to you about is the way your story impacts the gospel story, uh, the way our story impacts the gospel story, or maybe better said, uh, the way the gospel story impacts us as kind of a, a preview into preaching the gospel. How is it that we preach the gospel to the people around us? Well, part of what we need to be doing are, uh, is uh, we need to be people who are intentionally connecting the good news of Jesus to the broken world around us. Uh, one of the things that um, Pastor Asa asks all the time, which I think is uh, such, a, such a great question, uh, how is the good news of Jesus good news in this situation? Uh, it's such a great question because what we want to be asking when we think about preaching the gospel, the whole idea of contextualizing the gospel is recognizing the good news of Jesus in a way that I maybe understand or in a way maybe I don't understand is good news in this specific situation. And so like yesterday, we talked about uh, the polarization and uh, the um, oppositional nature of the world around us, how people have kind of uh, moved into one corner or the other quarter and seem to be opposed to people that are not in their corner. How's the good news of Jesus good news in that situation? Well, 
part of the story of the gospel is that Jesus came proclaiming a new kingdom, uh, a kingdom that is undisputed and a kingdom that is not of this world. And so we don't have to be tied into the power structures of the world around us. Um, we're able to um, to love people who are engaged in uh, the political sphere in a variety of different ways, uh, because our goal is not political. Our goal is not that we would uh, that we would reign within the kingdom of this world, or we would see our people reign within the kingdom of this world. We certainly can be involved politically and vote and all of the stuff that uh, that needs to happen, but we don't need to be part of the polarization of the world around us. We don't need to enter in to the extremes that are uh, out there. Why? Because the good news of Jesus is good news for this broken world. When people are sick and uh, dealing with, uh, whether it be long-term illness or a uh, surprise diagnosis or even just uh, normal life, you know, we've gone through... Uh, COVID these last couple of weeks as a family. And so uh, we've had uh, different parts of us at various times who are uh, sick and, uh, and uh, wrestling with, with health things. And uh, whether it's something like that or whether it's something much bigger, something like a, uh, a surprise cancer diagnosis or uh, <clears throat> a, a long-term illness that was not expected, uh, any of those things, the, the question we're asking is, how's the good news of Jesus good news for that situation? And the answer is, in, in those instances, really simple. One, that um, the, the, the kingdom means health for the sick, that God comes and uh, actually proclaims uh, health, uh, freedom from sickness into our lives. And so often God brings healing, but one of the things that we have the freedom and the privilege of praying into is the healing power of God. But beyond that, we also have a recognition of the fact that ultimate healing is the promise of God for all of his people. And so even if God doesn't heal us here on earth uh, because of whatever reason, because uh, God's God and he uh, makes decisions that don't always uh, line up with the way that we would make decisions. Um, even if that's the case, we also can recognize that we'll be with him face to face, that the, that this world is not all that there is. And so the good news of uh, the kingdom of God is that um, there is healing available now, but the, in the already and not yet of the kingdom, uh, sometimes that healing uh, isn't the way God's working right now. But either way, God is ultimately bringing healing to us. He's ultimately uh, holding on to us, and we don't have to be afraid, uh, and we don't have to uh, to stay in a place of fear. That doesn't mean it's not difficult. It doesn't mean there's not mourning. Uh, it just means that it's uh, part of the reality for us. These are just a few examples of how the good news of Jesus is good news for us in the moment that we find ourselves in. And that's what we're really going to be addressing the the, um, the the work of proclaiming the gospel, preaching the gospel, isn't so much finding an audience that I can uh, talk at, you know, that I can uh, unpack my three point in our instance with uh, the story tool, our four point sermon, um, but rather our goal is to be able to. Um, connect with people in such a way where we can proclaim what is already true, and then they can choose to enter into it or not. It's one of the things we'll talk uh, quite a bit about. Our goal is not to convince people. Our goal is to witness, to uh, proclaim what is true, and then people can decide how they want to respond. 
And so as we enter into this series, one of the things that I'm most excited about is for many of us, uh, that idea of preaching the gospel feels very far away and foreign. It feels like something that is... um, for other people to do, not for us really uh, gifted people or specifically called people or um, really outgoing people or whatever the case may be. But the reality is preaching the gospel is a practice that um, Jesus not just did himself, but invited the gospel, the the, um, disciples into all the time, over and over again, uh, trained them in and expected that they would do, not just when he was with them, but after he uh, ascended to heaven, he expected that they would be doing it. And in the same way, um, we are people who now are, as disciples of Jesus, learning to preach the gospel. And that's all of us, not just specific people in specific ways, but all of us are invited into this work of preaching the gospel. And so um, over the next uh, eight weeks, uh, starting this week, we will... um, have some uh, really, I, I think, uh, important and really good time of, uh, of entering into this practice. And I- I'm excited because the world around us desperately needs to hear this message, and this is an opportunity for us to speak it. Along with this week, uh, starting the practice series and entering into communion, celebrating communion together as uh, a, a symbol of the gospel that we'll be talking about over the next uh, couple months. We'll also have an update on uh, Spring Grove and some of the things that are happening there. Uh, really excited about uh, the way that that continues to unfold. And we'll uh, have a town hall meeting on uh, Sunday night, giving you an opportunity to ask any questions you have. I know there's lots of questions out there on um, everything from the big picture to the specifics as it relates to church planting. And like I've said, uh, we, re- we believe that God's entering, uh, leading us into this. Uh, we believe that this is the pathway that's out in front of us. We don't have everything figured out, but we're glad to tell you, I'm glad to tell you anything that you want to know. Um, if I know the answer to the question, I'm glad to give it to you. So um, uh, hopefully that will be a really rich time for us as well as we together seek what's next. And so I pray that the grace and peace of Jesus would be yours. I pray that you would experience his spirit on you and in you and transforming you and flowing through you to a waiting and watching world. And I pray that as uh, you go into this weekend, you would find some margin for Sabbath. You would find an opportunity to rest uh, truly in him, a 24-hour period where you just get to enjoy him and and then come in on Sunday morning uh, refreshed, either at the beginning of your Sabbath or at the end of your Sabbath, but uh, coming in uh, refreshed and ready to engage the beauty of uh, who Jesus is and what it means to follow him. Have a great rest of the day, great rest of the weekend, and I will look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Grace and peace to you.